is all that we need in this place, in any place. Amen. We thank God for who he is. And we love you because who you are. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are the beginning and the end. And you are a part of us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, God. We thank you for that. And we magnify you for that. And we give your name the praise. We glorify you because of who you are. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Of them 
that diligently seeks him. He died and he was alive all at the same time. There's no other that can do what Christ has done and is doing right now in your life. Father, we pray that miracles take place in the lives of your people because they need miracles in their life. They need the strongholds to be lifted because you said you are a stronghold in the time of trouble. Lift it up, God. Lift up their eyes, God, and help them to understand that you are there and that you would never forsake them or you would never leave them. Coming to you from Isaiah, the 14th chapter, and the reason why I'm coming to you from Isaiah, the 14th chapter, I need to give you an understanding on how the enemy, the devil, Lucifer, tries to mimic God, and in his, in his mimicking, he wants to destroy God's people by trying to mimic God, but his mimic is partial. So he uses partial of the scripture and then he tries to distort it and bring it into his agenda. Or he tries to bring it into his inception. But God is still greater than Lucifer. Isaiah the 14th chapter starting at the 12th verse. How art thou falling from heaven? O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the earth, in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Now I'm going to stop right there and elaborate on that passage. That passage is part of the scripture when Lucifer said that I will be like the most high. The reason why he said he wants to be like the most high because he wants to mimic what God is doing and then try to change some things in the midst of the mimic. Listen at that 14th verse again. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet, 15th verse, thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly Look upon thee, narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms? Yes, that was a man that made the earth tremble, that did shake kingdoms, but he does not have all power. He has no way in this earth or under the earth 
or in heaven that he is more powerful than God. He said that I will be like the most high. And he cannot be like the most high. Why? Because there is only one most high God, and that is Jesus Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing. I will be like the most high. Matthew 11 chapter, and this is when we're going to get into the teaching of God's word. But I wanted to give you a snippet on what Lucifer was saying that he will be like the most high. Matthew the 11th chapter, starting at the 28th verse. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Now, listen to what Lucifer said when he was in the conversation of, by Isaiah, the 14th chapter. And he said, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. Now, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Now, we're going to talk about the yokes. And we're going to explain to you what the yokes are. And at the same time, we're going to open up your understanding on how the devil tries to use what Jesus was saying to the people. When he told the people to come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And he also began to say that, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And we're going to elaborate on take my yoke upon you and also learn of me. Now, a yoke is a device for joining together a pair of draft animals, especially oxen, usually consisting of a cross piece with two bow-shaped pieces, each enclosing the head of an animal. Now, listen to that definition again. A device for joining together. And Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now, a device for joining together, we're talking about the yoke, a pair of draft animals especially oxen, usually consisting of cross piece with two bow-shaped pieces, each enclosing the head of an animal. The yoke, whatever, the yoke, whatever this yoke is, coordinated with your spirit. The yoke of Christ is to sustain you from ungodly yokes of bondage. The yokes of the enemy wants to try and destroy you. Listen of how the yokes are gathered on the axis, each enclosing the head. Now, 
the Bible says, how can you bind a strong man or take over the strong man's house unless you bind the strong man and then you take over his house? Who is the strong man? The strong man is the head. So when you enclosing the head of an animal, now, the yoke are attached to both oxen on their shoulder, and the yokes have them, their head wrapped and connected with the other animal, which is a yoke on their shoulder and connected to the head. So here's the thing. The spirits, the unclean spirits, whatever spirit that attached itself to you tries to become a yoke in your life. And the yoke is whatever you, whenever you move, that yoke tries to bring you in back into learning or teaching you how to become that spirit. That's why you are yoked together. You are one. And your head is yoked up with the spirit and that spirit, the unclean spirit, wants to teach you. Listen to what Jesus said to his people. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now, the devil has taken a yoke upon you and he's trying to teach you how that spirit lives in you. It wants to teach you. It wants you to learn of that spirit, whatever that unclean spirit is, to teach you to become part of that unclean spirit. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now, here's the enemy. I would be like the most high. So he's trying to use yokes and spirits to learn of them. So the devil wants you to learn whatever particular spirit that he has yoked up with you and bound you your shoulders and your head and every time you move whoever is the strongest wins so Jesus said take my yoke upon you and learn of me so the more that you learn of him the more that you know of the devil because the Bible said be not ignorant of his devices so if you take it on the yoke of Christ and you learn of him then he's also going to teach you about the unclean spirits. But if you don't know him, Christ, the anointed one, and then when the devil yokes you up with unclean spirits, those spirits are going to try and teach you who they are. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And see, the devil tried to use that scripture to put yokes on you to learn of the yoke that is attached to you. Whatever that spirit is, whatever that ungodly or unclean spirit is, the devil wants to try and teach you the attributes or the character of that spirit. So the devil wants you to learn 
that spirit, so that spirit is attached to you, it's yoked up with you, and it's trying to attach its life to your life and alter your purpose. That's why Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Not learn of the spirit that's unclean, but learn of me. Learn of the Christ. Learn of the anointing one. Learn of his anointing. Do not learn of any unclean spirit that's yoked up with you because the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. So if you're yoked up with a spirit, resist it. And the more that you resist it, the yoke has to be destroyed. Why? Because of the anointing of God. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of the Christ. Learn of the anointed one. Do not learn of that spirit that is unclean, that has attached itself to your life. In other words, that yoked up with your life in trying to control you and get you to learn of them or more of their spirit is trying to attach themselves to you. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Ye shall find rest unto your souls. The yoke is a device for joining together a pair of draft animals, a spirit unclean to man's spirit, especially oxen, usually consisting of a cross peace with your spirit with the unclean spirit each enclosing the head each enclosing the head in other words the head of that spirit and your head is yoked together and that's when you get those thoughts from that spirit and try and teach you their ways not only to teach you their ways to learn who they are. And once you learn who they are, then they become a part of you. And then instead of you saying this spirit or that spirit, you're saying I because that spirit has attached to your I. The letter I. Not the I. But the letter I. That spirit has attached to you and now you are claiming that spirit, why? Because that spirit has yoked itself up with you and now became part of you. That's why Jesus says, take my yoke and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Now, the enemy wants to have these unclean spirits yoked up with you and try to destroy your life. It wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your life. Your yoke, whatever this yoke is coordinated with your spirit. It coordinates with your spirit. The yoke of Christ is to sustain you from ungodly yokes of bondage. Galatians, the fifth chapter, starting at the first verse. And what we're going to do now, we're going to read in the Amplified of Isaiah, the 14th chapter, starting at the 12th verse. How you have fallen from heaven, star of the morning, Light bringer, son of the dawn, you have been cut down to the ground. 
ye who have weakened the nations, king of Babylon. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven, I will rise, I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the remote parts of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will make myself like the most high. But in fact, the 15th verse, but in fact, you will be brought down to shallow to the remote recesses of the pit, the region of dead, the region of the dead. Those who see you will gaze at you. They will consider you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities? Who did not permit his prisoners to return home? See, the enemy wants to destroy you. And he uses unclean spirits, demons, or ungodly situations to yoke up with you and have you to learn of them. And then once you learn of them, then they become a part of you. And that's why Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. So don't get yoked up with unclean spirits or spirits that have sickness or disease. Those spirits also wants to teach you how to become part of that sickness or that disease. Resist the devil and he shall flee. Which yoke you rather have. That is today's text. Which yoke you rather have. Which yoke you rather have. Which yoke you rather have. You have the yoke of Christ because he's meek and lowly in heart. And not only that he's meek and lowly in heart and uh, lowly in heart, Ye shall find rest unto your souls. Rest. In other words, the battle is over. Why? Because Jesus is the one that won the, the battle. Not only did he win the battle, he took the victory from the grave. For I am meek and lowly heart. And ye shall find rest to your soul. Yoke. Galatians, the fifth chapter. Starting at the first verse. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Back to the yoke. The yoke of bondage. Now, bondage is a spirit that keeps you in check. That spirit keeps you in check. When you try to get out, it keeps you, pulls you back in. So this yoke of bondage is the spirit that is the yoke that's pulling you back into that situation or pulling you back into that sickness or disease 
or pulling you back into whatever that unclean spirit is to have you get to get to know or learn of that spirit. And once that spirit has conquered your mind and begins to have you to learn of that spirit, then that, be, that spirit becomes I. And you do not want to start using the word I for any unclean spirit. Resist the devil and he shall flee from thee. Isaiah, the 10th chapter, 27th verse. But let us read. Let us read Galatians in the Amplified Galatians the fifth chapter. Fifth chapter starting at the first verse. And it says, it was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Notice, it is I, Paul, who tells you that if you receive circumcision as a supposed requirement of salvation, Christ will be none, no benefit to you. Now, we're talking about the yoke, so we just, Galatians 5 and 1. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again. In other words, do not give attention again to a yoke of slavery which you once removed. You've been delivered. Do not go back. Do not go back to the vomit. Leave the vomit where it is. Remove. You have been removed which you once removed. You have been delivered. God has delivered you from this. People call it a relapse. Like when someone has been delivered from drugs, then they go back to that drug, they call it a relapse. But Paul is calling it the yoke of slavery. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free. Completely not some, but completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Stay delivered. Stay free. Stand fast because you know what God's word says. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Galatians 5 and 1. Put that in your spirit. Isaiah the 10th chapter. I will not be here long before you, but thank God for his word because teaching is a key thing to have.
to get an understanding of God's word. Isaiah the 10th chapter, starting at the 27th verse. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden, his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulders and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now, who is the anointing? Jesus Christ is the anointing. Jesus Christ is the anointed one. So your yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. And the word of God is his anointing. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of my anointing. Once you learn of my anointing, those yokes or that yoke of slavery has been destroyed. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest. Who wouldn't want the rest from ungodly labor? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And you can see some of those faces when you see someone and you can see their faces and you can see that their face are troubled and they are going through situations. Why? Because there is an unclean spirit has yoked up in their life. Has yoked up. And that unclean spirit has taught them or teaching them to become who they are. So we curse every unclean spirit that tries to yoke up God's people, release them in Jesus' name, and give them rest, like the Bible says. You shall find rest unto your souls. You shall find rest. Thank God for the rest, God. We thank you for the rest. We thank you and we magnify you for giving us rest. We are not allowed to fight the devil by ourselves because these yokes are real and they attach themselves to your shoulders and your head. And your head is the vital part of your body. If you want to break a man down, beat upon his head and the body will drop. The yoke of sin, sickness and disease are heavy. The yoke that sin imposes is heavy and bearing it brings no rest. So to the yoke of false or corrupt religion is burdensome. But Christ, the anointed one, and the anointed yoke is easy. It is not hard to bear. It's not hard to bear it because it is born in love. My burden, my burden is light. It's not hard to bear. My burden is light. His burden, even if, even if it's the cross, is light because he helps us 
to hear, to bear it. He helps, in other words, he helped us to bear it. So the yoke controls both heads at the same time. The ungodly yoke carries a lot of weight because it it's trying to destroy you. Now, if you're going against the unclean spirit without God's spirit or without knowing who God is, that spirit is going to constantly keep pulling you towards them. The strong takes the weak. But if you're strong in God and you know who God is and you're not ignorant of the devil devices, then you have strength. Not only that you will have strength, but you will know who God is. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God, we thank you. We thank you for your yoke being easy. Your burdens are light, God. We thank you for that. We magnify you and we give your name the praise because that's who you are, God. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a glorious thing to know God, to learn of God. If you do not know God, how can you fight the devil? You cannot fight the devil without God's word and without God's spirit. God is there to help you. God is there to pull you through and have you make it because his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. In other words, you don't have to worry about anything. And every unclean spirit that attacks you, do not let that spirit teach you who they are. Do not let that spirit yoke up with you and teach you who they are, but learn of Christ. Learn of the Almighty, the God of our salvation. We need to make sure that we are free. And not that we are free, but that we stand in the liberties of our freedom. Because we do not want to go back into the same yoke of bondage that was removed. God, we thank you. We glorify you. We give your name the praise, God. Yes. Resist the devil 
and he shall flee from thee. He shall flee from thee. In Jesus' name. situations and the thing is 
you can have wisdom over experience. So God give us wisdom. God give us an understanding. God teach us. You said learn of you. Teach us your ways. You said you are meek and lowly in heart. Give us rest in our souls, God. Help us to control our emotions that are negative and that are attacking our minds and our hearts. God, we curse every unclean spirit that is trying to attack your people and yoke themselves up with your people. We resist the devil right now and we give you the praise and we're learning of you as we speak, God. And we thank you for that. And we magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen.